You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. It's the third season of a show that, after two years, is trying to tell slightly more serious and dramatic stories. It's a dozen episodes into that third season, and a wedge has been driven between the show's two beloved female leads. How do you wake everyone up in time for the February rating sweeps? A musical, obviously. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5. Five minutes of science fiction history for February 2nd. And it was on this day in 1998 that The Bittersweet, a truly unprecedented episode of Xena Warrior Princess, premiered. Early in the third season, tensions between Xena and Gabrielle, played by Lucy Lawless and Renee O'Connor, had been simmering because, for once, Xena hadn't shown up in the nick of time to save Gabrielle from some horrible fate. As a result of that ordeal, Gabrielle had a daughter, who Xena was convinced was possessed by an evil force, and at the same time, Xena lost her own son. To say relations were strained among the best duo of female heroes to grace TV screens since Cagney and Lacey was something of an understatement. The Bittersweet opens with Xena vengefully setting out to do Gabby serious harm, and the normally ineffective Joxer trying to stand between them. The two wind up in the land of Illusia, which might be purgatory or might be something else. Here they must sort out their problems and settle their differences in song or die. Quite a few genre shows have done musical episodes, but Xena got there first, and then did it again two seasons later because why not? Lex followed suit a year after The Bittersweet, while Buffy's musical episode didn't arrive until three years later. How different was it from a typical episode? Stick around to find out. Preparations for The Bittersweet had to begin well in advance of a typical episode of an hour-long drama. This time, the production crew of Xena Warrior Princess had to deal not just with the costumes and special effects and the unique demands of shooting on location in New Zealand, they had to come up with seven songs with lyrics and choreography and a whole separate wardrobe of costumes for each of them. The series' resident composer, Joseph Loduca, had to enlist help from lyricists who had a bit more experience with stage musicals than he did. And the result was an episode that was nominated for two Emmys for Outstanding Music and Lyrics. There's also the issue, if you're suddenly dropping a musical into the middle of a series that doesn't normally do musicals, that not every member of the cast was necessarily ready to carry a tune. For the record, Lucy Lawless and her co-stars Ted Raimi as Joxer and the late Kevin Smith as Ares' God of War did their own singing. Other members of the cast had to lip-sync to tracks sung by some serious Broadway talent, that included the likes of Michelle Nicastro. Another recurring guest star, Willa O'Neill, also did her own vocals, but found it strange to be lip-syncing to a pre-recording of her own voice. And as bizarre as it seemed, nothing about the strange imagery of the Land of Illusio was an accident. The costume, set, and effects designers drew from tarot cards and books of the occult. As usual for Xena Warrior Princess and the series it spun off from, Hercules The Legendary Journeys, the show's storytelling wasn't about being a precise, scholarly retelling of ancient mythology, but was more about having fun with it and putting elements of it together to tell a good story. And as much extra work as the bittersweet involved, everyone who had a hand in making it knew they were on to something special. The advanced promos for this episode were kind of a mini-musical epic unto themselves, 
and a soundtrack album was prepared and made it into stores just one month after the episode's syndicated premiere. You'll find more than a few fans who count this season, if not this very episode, as their favorite of the series, and those same legions of fans voted for the bittersweet onto the Xena 10th Anniversary DVD collection, one of only 17 episodes out of six seasons to merit that honor. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for February 2nd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry Podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.